Hello everybody, it is I, your friendly neighborhood INFP, and today we are going to talk about the Batman. Actually, no, no, we're, we're actually going to be talking about the INTJ. And, you know, basically, as I've been doing with the others, a general overview. So the INTJ is surprisingly very similar to an INFJ. Um, a bit of a, I don't know if I've said this before, but a bit of a tidbit is that those who share the first function tend to be very similar with each other. So INFPs are very similar to ISFPs until the differences happen. Um, ENTPs, ENFPs, very similar until the differences happen and how they view the world and all that. INTJs are very much the similar way with INFJs in the sense that they look at the world from as if they were on the outside looking in, like as if they were in space somehow and then like narrowing down like a laser beam focus going um, onto whatever it is that they are focusing on. Um, of course, INTJs and INFJs will tend to focus on different aspects of life. INTJs usually on things that are... Uh, now, here's, here's a bit of... Um, an issue is that a lot of people will think that INTJs are purely scientific and go towards the scientific pursuits, which isn't exactly entirely correct. Um, any MBTI type, uh, another uh, PTS, P, PS, P, PSA, is that the one? Public service amount? Yeah, PSA. Another friendly PSA is that any MBTI type can go into any field and do anything they want into that field and have the goals and things and the wonderful whatever's that they do in those fields. INTJ is much the similar way. Yes, the stereotype is they are the mad scientist. <laughs> um, but that is uh, not entirely the case. INTJs are where I was going with this is that they are more focused on, I guess you could put it as they're not interested in society as a whole, like an INFJ might be like how to better society, but they will be more along the lines of how do I better this aspect um, that may happen to be in society. How do I, you know, go about this thing that I'm interested in? How do I improve? How do I make this more efficient? How do I do better? Um, and be better. Uh, in so in this kind of sense, whatever the INTJ is focused on, a lot of people tend to have this belief that INTJs are very condescending, which, sure, some can be, but some can also be like the INTP uh, stereotype where they stay stuck in their room or basement or wherever it is and don't come out for months on end. INTJs, for the short period, are very goal orientated people they have uh, a plan they have a goal they'll have a thing set into the future and they will go towards that goal they will have set up plans they'll set up schedules they'll do networking they'll make sure everything is in its place and they may view people um 
if you know D&D lore, they may view people the way dragons view anyone who isn't a dragon. That is essentially, they may view them with disdain. Not all INTJs, obviously, don't get twisted. They may view them as distant to somebody who's distant from them. Uh, they may view them as a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, cold. They may look at it as um, somebody who is detached, but wants to be emotionally attached due to their turt fi. Uh, INTJs, when going towards those goals, um, can develop very strong friendships. And I, if you get an INT friend, they are extraordinary loyal. Um, which I don't think a lot of people talk about, at least I have not seen a lot of people talk about this, is that an INTJ friendship is probably, if you, like, get, like, a true INTJ friendship and you got them to open up and you, you know, you're in their inner circle, um, you have somebody who's willing to kill for you literally and they'll never find the body they'll never find who did it um yeah you could very likely have somebody who would kill for you if you ever got hurt that is kind of the way an intj might view such a close friendship now intjs might say oh no no i would never kill someone what my best friend just got severely hurt by this person that person must die um but until that happens, they may not uh, see things that way. And, you know, they may not also go and kill the person. They just, you know, might have those thoughts. Um, I mean, I, at least I know as an INFP, you know, with those people who have insulted my sister. Yeah. Just imagine if I was an INTJ. That would get worse. Now, it's not that the INTJ will necessarily go after those people. It's that... They just might happen to have some kind of contingency plan in place um, that brings about a certain revenge. Not that all INTJs go about revenge, or maybe they might go for a bit of slight revenge. Just just a little bit. Just, just a tiny bit. Even if that's humiliation, they'll be fine with that. Um, now, I'm sure I'll be like, oh, but not all INTJs are like that true but they might be tempted don't lie they might be tempted um so speaking of contingency plans uh intjs are generally types who have a habit of forming contingency plans and forming contingency plans on top of those contingency plans at least if they are um, healthy enough to do it. They have, okay, if this goes wrong or if this goes right or if this goes this way, as a backup, I'll have this, I'll have this, I'll have this. Okay, those go wrong, I'll have this, I'll have this, I'll have this. Okay, those go wrong, I'll have this, I'll have this, I'll have this. And I'll like kind of go, they're very good at looking at things that can help them achieve their goals, how to efficiently go about it. They're very hardworking. Um, they're very... I'm going to introduce a kind of word that I'm sure is out there somewhere. Um, it's two words, really. They are a kind of 
quiet, passionate type of people. Yes, they can appear to be extraordinarily social. Yes, they can appear to be networking with a bunch of people. Yes, they can appear as if they were extroverts. Yes, they can appear to be things to people who under don't understand them. And that doesn't mean that they are that type. It's just they are making sure they're hitting each base so that they can achieve that goal that they're going after. Uh, that is, if that goal is an outwards thing, that they have to network with people and talk to this person, talk to that person, talk to that person, talk to that person, and in order to make their plan work. Uh, they don't always have to do that, and a lot of INTJs probably would rather not talk to people if they had the choice in the matter, but if they know that they have to do certain things to reach those goals, they will most definitely do those things. Um, planning, they do, like I said, with the contingency plan, that of course comes in hand with their planning. Much like the ISTJ, but for very different reasons, the INTJ isn't going to plan uh, the things that you may necessarily do, but plan for the things that may happen or that they can move to get to go to a certain way. Like, yes, we'll have, okay, do you guys have this? Okay, what else? Like, what do I foresee new, new, new in the future that will allow me to predict what can potentially happen and what we potentially might do instead of we must follow this structure? What kind of people am I around? What kind of things are they interested in? What do I have to plan around them? Okay, that person is interested in sports and the beach and all that. Okay, I need to write that down. That person is interested in arts, museum, and history. Need to write that down. Okay, let's see if I can't work out this schedule to fit. Um, yeah, okay, that seems pretty good. Let's uh, go ahead and do it. And then somehow, uh, should that plan fall apart, they'll have a backup plan. Because they're weird like that. But on the other side, we have the INTJ who may not interact with anybody. We have the INTJ who's perfectly okay being within their own headspace. We have the INTJ who focuses solely on discovering the one thing that they're super passionate about and it doesn't have to do anything with societal goals. It just has to do with personal goals and they will focus everything on that. Whether it's learning a language, whether it's learning something else, whether it's, you know, super passionate about Thundercats um, and how to, you know, bring that about their interests. They can be very focused on those things and use the future as a guideline as to how they can use that one thing and bring it into the future. Um, but they may never bring anybody else into it. It is just their own personal goal that nobody else knows about or maybe other people do know about. They don't have to be the super successful uh, masterminds that manipulate everything. Yes. Um, they don't have to be the um, person who goes, and one more thing. Or, why, hello there, Mr. Spy. I bet you weren't expecting this. Uh, that is a vastly large misunderstanding of the INTJ type. Yes, they can fall into that, 
but they can also be heroes, like I mentioned at the beginning of the video, quote-unquote, Batman. Um, speaking of, they, be like Batman, can be very philanthropic. They can be very um, uh, hedonistic if that's the correct word I'm looking for. They can enjoy the simple pleasures of life. Sometimes they may get <coughs> too caught up in the simple pleasures of life, um, but they're definitely, there's a side to them that can overly enjoy um, maybe not so healthy aspects of C until, you know, they realize the healthier aspects of it and then, you know... Uh, go about seeing life in a pseudo present futuristic kind of way. I don't know if that made any sense at all. And one last thing, which most INTJs will talk about, um, but most people don't consider, which is sad, but if you've been in if you've, uh, if you've been in the MBTI circle, um, you will know that INTJs enjoy being philosophical. They enjoy even being theological. They enjoy questioning the bigger picture in life. I, I could see an INFJ just kicking up his seats onto a table smoking a pipe and going, yes, life is like this wonderful thing that is here one moment and gone the next. But what truly must we do with this life that we are given? And what goals must we truly go towards? What does it mean when we go towards those goals? Mm, yes, quite. Uh, they can be that type as well. Um, they can be even the Jordan Peterson type. They can be any philosopher you come across. An INTJ will, from what I've seen, typically have some kind of interest in them or another. They may have interest in Socrates. They may have interest in um, Confucius. <clears throat> they may have interest in Lao Tzu. They may have interest in Nietzsche. Uh, they may have interest in Aristotle. They may have interest in um, Dostoevsky. Is that how you say his name? If I say if I if I if I butchered that name, I apologize. Um, maybe because I haven't heard it said properly. Um, but yeah, they may be interested in those types of things, and they will. If they are interested in philosophy, if they see the smallest chance of noticing that you too enjoy philosophy, get ready for hours, days, months, years, where you and that person are talking nothing but philosophy. Now, as an INFP, I find that kind of thing kind of cool, but I kind of I kind of want to see other aspects of life. Uh, an INTJ may solely focus everything in philosophy and what that philosophy means for the future, or what that future means for the present day philosophy, or how those two can intermingle together, and they may become extremely obsessed with it, which is interesting to see, by the way. So yeah, that is um, hopefully 
a more comprehensive, you know, maybe not comprehensive, but abstract view on the INTJ. And I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.